Hello everybody and welcome back to episode 2 of the Blank Report. This week I will be doing a NFL mock draft for the first two rounds of the NFL draft that is this Thursday. We will see something different however this year with it being a virtual draft where you will see Roger Goodell giving his picks inside his basement and he's going to love this because for once he will not have to hear the tremendous boos after his name is called out on the PA system wherever the draft is. Booing Goodell has become such a tradition at the NFL draft as a lot of people do not approve of him as commissioner and think he is not very good. As I am one of them, I do not like Roger Goodell very much. But before we get into my mock draft, I will say this is a draft where I have no mock trades that could go through in the first round, so this is just a flat out if there are no trades that go down in the first round of the NFL draft, which it's looking like will possibly not happen. But in a future episode before Thursday, I will break down potential trade ups and teams who are looking to be poised to trade up in the draft in the first round this year. Now, getting into my picks with the first overall pick, the Cincinnati Bengals are going to take LSU quarterback Joe Burrow. Burrow was fantastic in his senior season Heisman winner and national championship winner with the Tigers this past season. But this is the pick for the Bengals if they do not trade back as they have been needing a quarterback. Andy Dalton is not the answer in Cincinnati. And Joe Burrow is a franchise changer and he is primed to be a great quarterback in the NFL. The Cincinnati Bengals make their pick and lock in on their quarterback of the future. With the second pick in the NFL draft, the Washington Redskins are going to take edge rusher Chase Young out of Ohio State. Chase Young is projected to be one of the best defensive prospects since Bruce Smith. This kid is talented. He is a beast. But the one thing I will say that goes against him is that in big games such as a national semifinal against Clemson, you did not really see Chase Young have a huge factor in that game. But with this Washington defense, Chase Young could be potentially a top player like Nick Bosa. He has the potential as he has speed, explosiveness, and power to get to any quarterback. Chase Young is arguably the best prospect in this draft. With the third pick in the NFL draft, the Detroit Lions take cornerback Jeff Okuda out of Ohio State. Okuda is the best cornerback prospect in this draft and was terrific with the Buckeyes throughout his career and is going to be a great pick for the Lions as they look to reshape their secondary after trading Darius Slay to the Philadelphia Eagles to help them replenish their secondary and he got a huge extension from the Eagles which he wanted and the Lions would not give him. The Lions have been rumored to take a quarterback, but they have Matthew Stafford, who really is one of the better quarterbacks in the league, and they have to address the defense, which was their weak point last year before Stafford got hurt. This is a pick that the Lions need to make to improve their defense. Moving on to the fourth pick in the NFL draft this year, it is the New York Giants, and they will be taking linebacker and safety out of Clemson, Isaiah Simmons. Isaiah Simmons is arguably the second best defensive prospect in this draft 
and is going to be a difference maker for that Giants defense that let go of Alec Ogletree and Marcus Golden so far earlier in this offseason. The Giants have been rumored to be interested in alignment such as Tristan Wirfs or Mekki Becton at the fourth spot, but they need to address their defense and make up for a position where they are very thin as linebacker only really has Blake Martinez after signing him in free agency earlier this offseason. Also, with the depth that you see at the lineman positions this year, you can wait till the second round and still get a great talent and raw prospect at the offensive line, which will be great for the Giants to improve as they need to really protect Daniel Jones so they can really assess him and see what he's made of as he has the potential to really be their franchise quarterback. The fifth pick in the NFL draft goes to the Miami Dolphins, and this is a tough pick because you know they're going to take a quarterback, but you don't really know which one. With Tua's injury concerns and Herbert, he has his stock rising after a solid Senior Bowl performance and a great Rose Bowl performance with his legs. But I'm going to give the Dolphins Tua Tagovailoa. You have heard Tank for Tua for Miami. It is destiny that they draft him. Plus, Tua seems healthy, and I know people are worried about his hip, but this seems like an injury that will really affect him towards the back end of his career, not the early end of his career. So you really see him healthy and an injury that doesn't really affect him towards the end of his career. Also, what I really like about Tua is his accuracy. He is a very accurate quarterback, and you really see that throughout the way he plays. He has great play recognition. He can really see the safety's movement and put it over the safety's head. He has the mobility to where he can really move out and make some good throws on the run. Tua is going to be a solid quarterback choice for the Dolphins in this upcoming season and for their future seasons as he will become their franchise quarterback. With Tua being taken at the fifth pick by the Miami Dolphins, this leaves the Los Angeles Chargers at this number six overall pick, taking quarterback Justin Herbert out of Oregon to be their franchise quarterback. They currently have Tyrod Taylor slated to be their starter, but Justin Herbert could go in and compete with Tyrod Taylor to take over the spot at the beginning of the year, or he can learn this upcoming season, get the flow of the NFL, get the flow of the system, and then go in later in the season and take over, or even next season following this year. So the Chargers get their quarterback of the future, and they have done a great job of addressing their offensive line, adding Russell Okung over the offseason and Brian Bulaga. So this Chargers team is going to get their quarterback of the future with Justin Herbert. Now, moving on to the seventh pick in the draft, the Carolina Panthers are going to address the defensive line and take defensive lineman Derek Brown out of Auburn. This is a guy, he is a monster. He tore up SEC lines the entire year and still wreaked havoc on any quarterback and on any offensive line that he went against. Derek Brown is the top interior defensive lineman available in this draft, and the Panthers are going to address their need at the front four and grab Derek Brown with the seventh overall pick. Moving on to the eighth pick, it is the Arizona Cardinals, and as they traded for all-pro wide receiver DeAndre Hopkins, they're going to improve their protection for Kyler Murray 
and go offensive line and take Tristan Wirfs out of Iowa. Wirfs, in my book, is the second best lineman in this class when it comes to most NFL ready. Wirfs is going to be a great selection for the Cardinals as they need to really upgrade their protection of Kyler Murray so they can really see what he's made of and get him extra time to hit his wide receivers as now he has Christian Kirk, DeAndre Hopkins, Andy Isabella, and Larry Fitzgerald. With the ninth overall pick in the NFL draft this year, we have the Jacksonville Jaguars, and I have them taking defensive lineman Javon Kinlaw out of South Carolina. This would be a great pick for the Jaguars as they have lost Calais Campbell and Dante Fowler over the past couple seasons via trades, and Yannick Nagakwa, who is currently on the franchise tag for the team, wants out and to become one of the highest paid defensive linemen in the league, and he wants out of Jacksonville, has nothing to do with a long-term deal to stay there. So by drafting Kinlaw, the Jaguars can reshape their defensive line and replenish the positions that they have lost over the past couple seasons on their front four. And rounding out the top 10 with the Cleveland Browns, they are going to take offensive lineman Jedrick Wills out of Alabama to continually address their weak offensive line from last season. So far this offseason, the team did sign offensive tackle Jack Conklin from the Tennessee Titans, but still need to address the rest of the offensive line. And by adding Jedrick Wills, that gives them another great young piece on the offensive line that has really shown some potential and can be a solid lineman for their future in protecting Baker Mayfield and improving that offense. Now moving on to the 11th pick with the New York Jets, they're going to take wide receiver Jerry Judy out of Alabama. Jerry Judy has been one of the best wide receivers in the nation for the past couple seasons and is primed to be a great pick for the Jets after they have lost Robbie Anderson in free agency to the Carolina Panthers. So they replenish their position. After signing Brashad Perriman from the Buccaneers, they still want to address the wide receiver position and give them a young piece. Jerry Judy is that young piece and can be a great weapon for Sam Darnold and that offense. Now moving on to number 12 is the Las Vegas Raiders. They are going to take Henry Ruggs out of Alabama. They are primed to take a wide receiver here and help Derek Carr, whose top target last year was tight end Darren Waller. He needs a top wide receiver to really be successful, and Ruggs has potential to be a top wide receiver after his speed was shown with a 4-2-5-40 at the combine. But Ruggs is still raw and still has some development to do but has great hands and great speed and could be a future piece that is huge for the Las Vegas Raiders. And the, there's still this potential that they go with Marcus Mariota over Derek Carr, even though they want to give him one last chance on the big deal he signed a couple seasons ago. Now, moving on to the 13th pick, the San Francisco 49ers, after trading DeForest Buckner to the Indianapolis Colts for this pick, they'll be taking CeeDee Lamb out of Oklahoma. They lost Emmanuel Sanders to the Saints in free agency and are still tight on the cap. So adding CeeDee Lamb as a first-round pick on a cheaper contract is perfect for them, giving them Debo Samuel, who showed a lot of potential not just receiving the ball, but running the ball this past year, and get a young piece in CeeDee Lamb, who's arguably the best wide receiver in this class. This will give Garoppolo 
another target outside of George Kittle in the passing game. This could be a great pick for the San Francisco 49ers. Moving on to the 14th pick is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers who just got Tom Brady for a couple seasons. They are going to now have to protect him and they will take Andrew Thomas out of Georgia. Andrew Thomas to me is the most NFL ready offensive lineman in this class and is going to be a great piece for the Buccaneers right away as they need to protect Tom Brady as as he was very well protected in New England. They need to keep that trend going and make sure he's protected and can get off some good throws and they are going to do that by drafting Andrew Thomas with the 14th pick. Now moving on to the Denver Broncos with the 15th pick is going to be cornerback CJ Henderson out of Florida. This gives them another talent in that secondary that has now A.J. Boye. But they did lose Chris Harris to the Chargers in free agency, but they make up for that loss by grabbing C.J. Henderson, who is arguably the second-best corner in this draft behind Jeff Okuda. Now at 16, the Atlanta Falcons take edge rusher Clavon Chasen out of LSU after a great season with the national champions as they look to increase the production out of their front four after signing Dante Fowler to a three-year deal. They add another young piece on a cheaper contract to make them better defensively, which has been their Achilles heel the past couple seasons. So this is how the Atlanta Falcons improve their defense and their front four by adding Clavon Chasen out of LSU. Now, the Dallas Cowboys with the 17th pick are going to address their secondary and draft safety Xavier McKinney out of Alabama. McKinney is a ball hawk, and that's exactly what the Cowboys need. They need a ball hawk and a guy that will hit hard like Jeff Heath, and that is what McKinney will do. He will hit hard and be that ball hawk going for the ball and being in on every single play. McKinney is a great pick for the Dallas Cowboys. Now, the Miami Dolphins have their second pick of the first round at the 18th overall slot, and they are going to take offensive lineman Mekki Becton out of Louisville. The reason why they are going to do that is because they just drafted Tua Tagovailoa to be their franchise quarterback with the fifth pick. They need to protect him now, and Mekki Becton is one of the top linemen in this class. At Louisville, he did not face the best competition, but he was in the ACC, and he was still a highlight for that team, being one of their best players, pancaking several defensive linemen. He is ready for the next level. Even though he's probably the most raw prospect out of the top four linemen that I've named, he still has a very high ceiling and is going to be a solid pick for the Miami Dolphins at the 18th slot. Now moving on to 19, the Raiders have their second first-round pick of the draft. And with this one, they are going to address the secondary and take Trevon Diggs out of Alabama. Diggs is a former wide receiver converted to cornerback, and he is very good. He does a great job of reading wide receivers. He is great with route recognition, play recognition, football IQ, and has great athleticism. Still a little bit raw, being fairly new to the position, but could be a great piece for the Raiders secondary. Moving on to the final pick in the top 20, it is the Jacksonville Jaguars, who had their second first round pick. They take offensive lineman Josh Jones out of Houston to protect new starter Gardner Minshew. The Jags just traded 
Nick Foles over this offseason to the Bears to compete with Mitchell Trubisky for the starter job, leaving Gardner Minshew as their starter for the future as he had a solid rookie campaign last year and needs the protection. This is where the Jaguars address the offensive line and help out Gardner Minshew getting him extra protection. Now, jumping to the 21st pick with the Philadelphia Eagles, they will be taking wide receiver Justin Jefferson out of LSU. This is a great pick for them because they are a team that needs a wide receiver probably more than anyone. They are very low on wide receivers as last year Nelson Aguilar was hurt and very inconsistent, really had problem with drops. Alshon Jeffries was hurt. Their main targets were Dallas Garner and Zach Ertz, which isn't bad, but they need a wide receiver who can balance it out and be a big key player in that offense. Justin Jefferson can go in and be that guy for Carson Wentz and the Philadelphia Eagles offense. Moving on to the 22nd pick with the Minnesota Vikings, they will be taking quarterback Christian Fulton out of LSU. This is a great pick for them as they have lost a couple big pieces to their secondary after they released quarterback Xavier Rhodes and lost safety Andrew Sendejo to the Cleveland Browns. They will address that secondary and replenish that corner position with Christian Fulton. Moving on to the New England Patriots at 23. They do not go with a quarterback here, but they go with defensive lineman A.J. Epineza out of Iowa. Epineza could be a great piece for them off the edge, replacing Kyle Van Noy, and he could be a great piece for them, and especially with Bill Belichick, a defensive-minded coach, who can do a lot of things with him on that defensive line. A.J. Epineza will go 23rd, in my prediction, to the New England Patriots. Moving on to 24, the New Orleans Saints get their quarterback of the future and take Utah State quarterback Jordan Love. Jordan Love has a lot of trouble with accuracy, and he could really use the mentorship and growth under franchise star and one of the most accurate NFL passers in history, Drew Brees. This could be great for Jordan Love and the Saints to learn the NFL ways and the system under Drew Brees for a year or two. There is no one I would rather take, maybe besides Tom Brady, to really learn the game under for a couple seasons than Drew Brees currently. The Saints get their quarterback of the future after Brees retires and take Jordan Love. Moving on to 25, you have the Vikings again with their second first round pick. They will be taking wide receiver T. Higgins out of Clemson. This is a team that lost Stefan Diggs, trading him to the Buffalo Bills, meaning they have a hole at wide receiver, and T. Higgins will fill that hole, being a great addition for them after having a solid season with the Tigers at Clemson, who fell to the LSU Tigers in the national championship this past year. T. Higgins will be a great piece, who kind of reminds me of Stefan Diggs by the way he plays, so this could be a good fit for him at Minnesota. Moving on to 26, it is the Dolphins with their third first-round pick of the draft, and they take running back DeAndre Swift out of Georgia. This is a team that has gone through running back limbo the past couple seasons as they have traded Kenyon Drake to the Cardinals, and now they will draft DeAndre Swift to learn and develop with Jordan Howard in that backfield as well. That could be great for them. Jordan Howard has 32 total touchdowns over his four years in the NFL, but adding DeAndre Swift gives Tagovailoa another weapon out of the backfield, 
and gives him another young piece in that offense to grow and develop, this would be a great addition for the Dolphins at 26. Moving on to 27, it is the Seattle Seahawks, and they will be taking edge rusher Yeter Gross-Matos out of Penn State. With Jadavion Clowney still a free agent, it is looking like he will not be rejoining the Seahawks next season, meaning Gross-Matos will replace Clowney on the outside going for the quarterback, and that is a solid pick for them as Matos has the ability to be a great edge rusher and replenish that position that needs help badly for the Seahawks. At the 28th overall pick, the Baltimore Ravens are going to take linebacker Kenneth Murray out of Oklahoma. They just got Calais Campbell in a trade with the Jaguars, but are going to add them a great sideline-to-sideline speed linebacker who can shoot the gaps and is a hard hitter, giving them Kenneth Murray, who is a great prospect and is going to be a great linebacker of the future. Moving on to 29, the Tennessee Titans are going to take defensive tackle Ross Blacklock out of TCU. They traded Jarrell Casey to the Broncos for seventh round pick earlier in the earlier in the offseason, meaning they have a hole at the defensive tackle position, meaning they could get Blacklock to replace him and he could be a great replacement as he has a lot of potential and become a future star for that team. Moving on to number 30, the Green Bay Packers will be taking wide receiver Brandon Ayuk out of Arizona State. This is a perfect fit for Ayuk as Devontae Adams is more of an intermediate route runner. You use Ayuk as a deep threat in that offense for Aaron Rodgers who has a great arm. It is a great fit for him and he could see a lot of success in his rookie year. And the Packers do need more help at the wide receiver position, even though they added Devin Funchess already this offseason. Moving on to the 31st pick in the NFL Draft, the San Francisco 49ers use their second first-round pick and take offensive lineman Cesar Ruiz out of Michigan. Ruiz is a great guy to have. He can play guard or center, and he has that versatility that is makes him very appealing to a lot of teams. So, the 49ers replace Mike Pearson with Cesar Ruiz, who is really ready to take on an NFL starting position. And finally, to cap out the first round of the NFL draft at the number 32 pick, the Super Bowl 54 champion, Kansas City Chiefs, take linebacker Patrick Queen out of LSU. This is a great pick for the Chiefs, as linebackers arguably their biggest need, and they need a guy who has a lot of speed and can go out in coverage, and that is Patrick Queen. He has great sideline-to-sideline speed. He can go out in coverage against tight ends and running backs. This would be a great fit for the Chiefs as Anthony Hitchens saw a ton of success in Dallas when he had a speed linebacker aside him, and the Chiefs get him that speed linebacker in Patrick Queen, giving him the ability to to play freely up along the inside part of the field and be effective with its hard-hitting power. This could be a breakout season for Anthony Hitchens if the Chiefs get Patrick Queen. Now, we are going to move on to the second round, starting with the Cincinnati Bengals at the 33rd pick. They will be taking linebacker Zach Bond out of Wisconsin. This is a good pick for them because they lost Nick Vigil to the Chargers on a one-year deal in free agency, 
They address the linebacker position need. They grab Zach Bond, who had 19 and a half tackles for loss with the Badgers this past season and can go out in coverage. With the second pick in the second round, with the 34th overall pick, we have the Indianapolis Colts taking cornerback Jeff Gladney. This would be a great pick for them, as they did sign Xavier Rhodes to a one-year deal, but they did lose Pierre Desir, and their secondary has been one of their weaker spots for the past couple years. They address the position and add Jeff Gladney out of TCU. With the 35th pick, the Detroit Lions will take edge rusher Terrell Davis. This will be a great pick for them, as they need to improve the defensive line that lost Damon Snacks Harrison over the offseason. This will be a great pick to pair along with Trey Flowers on the outside for the front four. Moving on to 36, the New York Giants address the offensive line and get Austin Jackson out of USC. Another one of those top 10 linemen that will go to a team in need of protection for their quarterback. This will be a great pick for the Giants. The Chargers address their offensive line once again with the 37th pick, taking offensive tackle Ezra Cleveland out of Boise State. The Chargers have done some good work already addressing their offensive line this offseason, but they continually do it again by adding Cleveland, giving them a young piece on their offensive line for the future. Moving on for the 38th pick, the Carolina Panthers address their need at secondary and add cornerback A.J. Terrell out of Clemson. They lost James Bradbury to the Giants in free agency, so they need to make up for that loss, and they draft A.J. Terrell to make up for it, who has the potential to be a James Bradbury-like corner and a solid cornerback in the NFL. Moving on to 39, it is the Miami Dolphins, and they address their safety need by getting a steal and grabbing Grant Delpit out of LSU. Delpit is arguably the second-best safety in this draft and him falling to the Dolphins at 39 is kind of a match made in heaven for the Dolphins who need a safety and get a great talent at the 39th pick and Houston gets their first pick of the draft at 40th and they will take interior defensive lineman Marlon Davidson the reason they will do this is because they lost DJ Reader to the Cincinnati Bengals in free agency meaning they have a hole on the interior, meaning Marlon Davidson could get drafted and go in and get some immediate playing time and snaps early on in his NFL career as a rookie with the Texans defense. And with the 41st pick, the Cleveland Browns are going to take defensive lineman Devon Hamilton to help with the defensive line that is led by Miles Garrett. The Cleveland Browns want to continue to build this team. They have addressed the offensive line already in this draft. Now they address the defense and go with a defensive lineman to help Miles Garrett and get him some extra support on the front four. Now, at the 42nd pick in the NFL draft, the Jacksonville Jaguars take cornerback Jalen Johnson out of Utah. Jalen Johnson is a physical and big-sized corner for this draft, and this is a team that lost A.J. Boye and Jalen Ramsey to via trades the past couple of seasons, and this means that they can replenish that secondary position and get a nice young talent for the future in Jalen Johnson. Now, the Chicago Bears have their first pick in the NFL draft at 43rd, and they will address their safety need by getting Antoine Winfield Jr. out of Minnesota. 
This is a guy who is versatile and can do it all. He is a ball hawk. He hits hard. He can play multiple positions all over the field. This would be a great pick for the already strong defense in Chicago. And with their second pick in the second round, the Indianapolis Colts take wide receiver Chase Claypool with the 44th pick out of Notre Dame. The Colts need to add more weapons for newly signed quarterback Phillip Rivers, and this is how they do it. They get Claypool, who played a little bit of wide receiver and tight end at Notre Dame, and that could be a great fit for them in many different packages in that offense. Now, with the 45th pick, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers address their running back need and draft Jonathan Taylor out of Wisconsin. This is a guy who was a beast, a workhorse back, the only Downside to him is the mileage and if he can still be a workhorse back in the NFL despite all of the wear and tear that he took and his ball security issues with the Badgers. With those two issues put aside, Jonathan Taylor could be a very serviceable back for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers because he has the hard running style and can go through defenders and has the ability to catch out of the backfield and be a very good workhorse back for a team that has needed a running back for the past few years. With the 46th pick in the NFL draft, the Denver Broncos add to their arsenal for Drew Locke and get Denzel Mims out of Baylor, who is going to be a great wide receiver. He is big in size, has great route running skills, has and has great hands. This is a great pick for the Broncos after losing out on one of the top three receivers in the first round. Moving on to 47th, the Atlanta Falcons address their need at cornerback and draft Cameron Dantzler. Dantzler is a little bit of a raw prospect, but still has the ability to be a great cornerback for the Atlanta Falcons who need to address their secondary as they let go of Desmond Trufant this past offseason and they really need to improve that defense because that has been their biggest weakness throughout the past couple seasons. Moving on to the 48th pick, the Jets address their offensive line and take Ben Barch. This is a great pick for them because they need to address the offensive line to not just protect Sam Darnold, who you saw can be very lethal with a strong offensive line as he did in his freshman season at USC, but for Le'Veon Bell. Le'Veon Bell is unlike any other running back. He is patient behind his offensive line and waits for those holes to open up. He was not able to do that as much last year with a weak offensive line. Barch could be the start of improving that offensive line with younger pieces, and this is how the Jets get it going, even though they have made some signings to improve their offensive line so far in the offseason. Now, moving on to 49th, and that is the Pittsburgh Steelers taking defensive lineman Jordan Elliott. They lost Javon Hargrave to the Philadelphia Eagles as he signed a three-year deal with the Birds, and that means that now the Eagles have a great two-tandem duo with Fletcher Cox and Javon Hargrave, leaving the Steelers without Hargrave in a nose tackle, and that's where Jordan Elliott can come in and play some very good rookie snaps, getting the ability and play that nose tackle position that you saw with Hargrave playing for the Steelers the past few seasons. And rounding out the top 50, you've got the Chicago Bears addressing their cornerback needs, taking cornerback 
out of Auburn, Noah Igbenogani, who is still newer to the position, but is also a threat in the special teams aspect of the game, which could be huge for Chicago, as they used to have Devin Hester. You can now see Igbenogani become their return man on punts and be effective at it and be a great special teams guy while also getting some snaps at cornerback and being another depth piece for the Bears at the cornerback position. Now, at 51, you have the Dallas Cowboys, and they're going to address the defensive line taking Neville Gallimore. Gallimore is a beast. He is very physical, very strong, and can really get to the quarterback well, and that's what the Cowboys need is another defensive lineman who can wreak havoc on opposing offensive lines and that is where Gallimore will fit with the Cowboys. Moving on to 52, you have the Los Angeles Rams with their first pick of the draft, and they're going to take edge rusher Josh Yush out of Michigan. They lost Dante Fowler in free agency to the Falcons, and they have to address that loss, and they do that by adding Yush, who really has speed and agility to get around offensive linemen and get to the quarterback. Now, on to 53, you have the Philadelphia Eagles, and I have them taking safety Ashton Davis. They lost Malcolm Jenkins to the Saints this offseason, meaning they need to address that loss and replenish the position. And Ashton Davis, who in my opinion is the fourth best safety in this class, can really come in and be an effective piece for the Eagles early on as a rookie. Now, for the Buffalo Bills at 54, I have them taking edge rusher Julian Okwara. And I have them taking him because they lost Shaq Lawson, who is an edge rusher, to the Miami Dolphins on a three-year deal earlier in the offseason. So they need to address that loss, and they address that loss by getting Alkwara. The Baltimore Ravens own the 55th pick in the draft, and they are going to address their new need at offensive line after losing Marshall Yonda to retirement. And they address that need by drafting offensive linemen. Lloyd Cushenberry III out of LSU. This is a big need for the Ravens as they lost a Hall of Famer in Marshall Yonda. I almost had them taking Cesar Ruiz with the 28th pick in the draft, but gave them Kenneth Murray to help their defense. So they addressed the offensive line in the second round by adding Cushenberry from LSU. With the 56th pick in the NFL draft, the Miami Dolphins take Defensive lineman Rashard Lawrence. They take Lawrence to add depth to Christian Wilkins at the defensive line position of defensive tackle. Christian Wilkins was drafted out of clubs in a few years back, and Lawrence could be another young piece to play alongside him, or even be a guy who splits time with him, takes some snaps, and really gets a feel for the NFL level early in his rookie season. This could be a big pick for the Miami Dolphins. Moving on to the 57th pick, the Rams acquired this pick from Houston recently by trading Brandon Cooks to the Texans. And with this pick, they take linebacker Willie Gay Jr. as the Rams shocked a lot of people by not putting the franchise tag on linebacker Corey Littleton, who left and joined the Las Vegas Raiders. So they need to address this loss and taking Willie Gay Jr. could be their way to replenish the loss and get them a young prospect and a young linebacker into the defensive scheme. With the 58th pick, the Minnesota Vikings are going to address their defensive line need 
and take defensive lineman Justin Matabuki. The team let go of Everson Griffin, and he is not looking like he will be returning to the team, meaning they need to replace him on the defensive line, and Matabuki is a young, powerful guy who could come in and help the team replenish the loss of Everson Griffin. Moving on to the 59th pick, the Seattle Seahawks will be taking defensive lineman Raekwon Davis, and they will be taking Davis to help address the defensive line that has had a lot of trouble getting to the quarterback and sacking the quarterback the past couple years. They re-signed Jerron Reed, but they need more at that position. I have them taking Yeter Gross Matos in the first round to address the edge, but they need to add more on the inside, and they will be adding Raekwon Davis to help on the inside of the defensive line. And with the 60th pick in the NFL draft, the Baltimore Ravens add K.J. Hamler, who is a wide receiver out of Penn State. His stock has been rising over the past couple months, and especially after the combine, you saw him perform well, and he could be another guy that the Ravens add who can be a young piece for Lamar Jackson to throw to. Moving on to the 61st pick in the draft, it belongs to the Tennessee Titans, and they will be taking offensive lineman Prince Tego Wanogo out of Auburn. And they are going to take an offensive lineman here to replenish the loss of offensive tackle Jack Conklin, who left the Browns in free agency. Winogo could be a guy who comes in and starts for the team and gives them a young piece on the offensive line to help protect Ryan Tannehill, who just got a huge extension from the team. With the 62nd pick in the draft, the Green Bay Packers are going to take linebacker Malik Harrison. As the team lost Blake Martinez in free agency to the Giants, they still have the Smith duo who has been lethal against quarterbacks the past season as they are the only pair of teammates on any team to have 15 or more sacks this past year. This team is going to add a linebacker and get Malik Harrison to fill the loss of Blake Martinez. With the 63rd pick in the NFL Draft, the Kansas City Chiefs are going to address one of their biggest needs and take cornerback Bryce Hall out of Virginia. This is a great pick for the Chiefs because you get a physical cornerback who can really play in the slot position and outside and be effective. And he has a connection to Chiefs safety Juan Thornhill, who was a rookie for the Chiefs last year, and they played together as Cavaliers for Virginia, and that will bring chemistry to the secondary for the Chiefs. And to finish off the second round of the NFL Draft, the Seattle Seahawks will take offensive lineman Isaiah Wilson out of Georgia. This will give Russell Wilson more protection and more time to throw to his wide receivers, which will be big for the Seahawks in this upcoming season. With that pick for the Seattle Seahawks at 64, That'll end the second round of the NFL Draft, and that'll end my two-round mock draft. And for this week, I will come out with another video for teams that are poised to trade up and teams who might look to trade back in this upcoming draft that take place on Thursday. I apologize for the long wait, as it was around two weeks since my first podcast. I had been working very hard on my mock draft and cleaning it up and making sure it's ready to go. I will be back tomorrow or Wednesday with 
the teams are looking to trade up or trade down. Thank you very much. Have a great rest of your night.